and welcome to Business is a Game podcast. I am your host, Cece, or Cece, or Cecile, or C, and I probably get called a lot of other things that I don't care to share. <laughs> Today, I am here with Jocelyn Gordon. She is a bow spring yoga instructor from Soul Hip Flow. I probably, did I say that right? <laughs> yes, you did. Thank you so much, Cece. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited for you to share your story because something that I loved with how we connected was we're, we're both you were a hairstylist you had to leave the industry I still own a hair salon but I'm, I'm hardly ever there but you were a hairstylist for 13 years yes yeah very dynamic career I loved it you know I moved around I was in Calgary Vancouver and in Nelson BC um, surrounded by women and I love that we're coming together on, uh, today is International Women's Day. So thank you so much, Cece, for having me. Here. <laughs> I know I was like, holy crap. When you told me that I was like, yeah, yeah, I just saw that online. <laughs> I know. Um, that day today. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So then, um, what I loved about your story. So you were a hairstylist for 13 years and then you, did you have a hip injury or the job made you have a hip injury? Actually, um, I was, I was already in the, I was already in the profession when I had actually was in one of my moves. I had a fall that, uh, yeah, it fell on stairs and I dislocated my sacrum and yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it's, I went to the chiropractor, you know, had it put back in and thought that, you know, it was kind of going to be the end of that injury, but 15 years later in chronic pain. And so that's what led me out of the industry. I was given an opportunity to transition without having to go back to school into the corporate world. So I jumped on. And so I did sales and consulting in Calgary and then that led me, I, you know, I'm a gypsy and I love to move around. And so it kind of brought me back to BC where I started actually working in real estate. Yes. So the dynamic career of real estate, and that brought me to Vancouver. So for the past four years, I was working in real estate here. And then what happened with the real estate gig? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I loved, I love the industry. It's really dynamic. So many moving parts. It's exciting. If you're working with the right team, um, I was working for a realtor here and, you know, it was before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, everything was flowing and, you know, it was, it was fun. It was exciting. And then came March of 2020. Yep. And what happened out there with the pandemic and real estate? Did things sort of crash out there or? Um, actually it kept going and, um, we were very fortunate. Uh, we worked with primarily new development, so not resale homes. So we were actually able to keep going because these homes were vacant. So very easy to show, very easy to connect with people to get them in to purchase and move in. So we actually were very busy and, and it was, it was really stressful because for me, I'm, you know, I'm seeing the world shut down and everyone go into hibernation and come together and I'm still out there working and feeling all over the place and, you know, got through as much as you could, Yep. Uh, but it was definitely um, a unique time to be working and feeling like 
you know, I, I'm actually someone called me entitled during that time frame because I actually had a job and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, like I'm grateful for this opportunity. You know, I, I, I can't change the state of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think this pandemic changed a lot of people with their attitudes and how they treated people. And I know myself just, I own a hair salon. So, you know, that kind of, um, that dynamic and that type of clientele, like I had clients that were clients for years and, and like pissed off when we were moving three months worth of people and I couldn't get them in because we were dealing with capacity limits and people screaming and yelling at me. And it's like, what happened to the world? Like what, what actually happened? (laughs) fear and anger is what happened. And I think that's what led to the demise of the relationship with my previous employer, you know, yeah. just dynamics change, people change. And, you know, I, I acknowledged that and I could, I could, you know, I'm, I could see it coming. And yeah. so I started actually working on myself um, back last February, um, really, you know, going in and starting to do the work, do the healing and, And it was like, I was growing and I felt like I was outgrowing where I was working Mm -hmm. and that, you know, just (laughs) dynamic shifted. And it was May 4th that I was no longer in real estate. Yeah. And within that time frame and within the past few years, I had had car accidents and my body had definitely, I had such a toll taken on my um, hip, my sacrum, my overall all being and so I just, I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I had found Bowspring Yoga um, a couple years ago. And, it, you know, I, I really loved it. I, you know, I love what it brought to my body. But it wasn't until I lost my job and I was like, no, this is what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a calling, right? It's like, I think, too, sometimes our soul knows that we're not supposed to be where we are. So it kind of throws us some, you know, some signs. And then it and then it throws us like even bigger signs till we say, okay, yeah, like, I'm so done with this. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't recommend exiting, you know, out how I did and transitioned careers. However, it did work for me at that point in time. And, you know, I it was just, it was such a, it was more than a calling. It was like an, like an internal, internal bomb that went off. It was like, no, this is your passion. This is what you want to do. Working with people, you know, 13 years in hairstyling, you connect with people, you bond with people, you have that beautiful connection that, you know, it's, it's, unless you're in the industry, unless you can't explain it. Yes, it's so true. It's so true. I mean, you do form like these, these bonds with with, well, let's say certain clients, you know, not every client, because you know, that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, you have ones that are lifers, and they stay with you forever. And then you have ones that come and go and ones that you can never make happy and ones that just sit in your chair and complain all the time. And no matter what you do, they hate their hair. And then you have ones that just love everything that you do. And then you have people that come one time and they never come again. I mean, there's just so many different facets, but I, but I kind of feel like the way that, that you left that because it was real estate that you were just like fuck this I'm done right yes yeah and I've done that I've done that in my life and and I think this is a very long time ago uh not a lot of people know this story I do share it but not a ton of people know it is uh back in my 20s when I was living in New York I left work at 11 a.m I was in a horribly abusive relationship and I finally had just said you know what like what the fuck am I doing with my life right now and I left work and I stopped at home and I packed like a bag 
And I lied to my boyfriend at the time. And I was like, yeah, my friend's in trouble. I need to go to Canada. And I left and I moved to Canada. (laughs) Wow. That is quite the exit. I didn't tell my boss, like nothing. I just up and left. He's like, are you coming back? I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) No, definitely I'm not coming back. But sometimes I think that like, like, a lot of people would be scared to do what you and I did just up and say, fuck it. Like, I'm so done with this, you know? I think it becomes a time where you were like, I was, I felt like I was being, um, gaslit and I, I was working for a narcissist. So I needed to remove myself from that situation. I wasn't going to be treated like that anymore. And I, and I, enough was enough. And that's where I was like, I was, I'm standing here. I'm standing for myself. No. Yeah. You can't treat me like this anymore. And so, then a lot of people stay stuck in those types of scenarios, like their whole life. Yes. <laughs> Which is, it's sad to see because I still see it to this day with, with people that I know personally or former, former clients or coaching clients or whatever the case is. Um, or just like, you know, women that I know as friends that are still in abusive relationships, like maybe emotionally, not physically, or maybe they're not talking about the physical part, but people have such a hard time when it comes to change, no matter what, like, it's just, it's, to me, looking back at it was kind of like, it's scarier to be in that situation than it, it, than it was to make the change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you don't know what what your mental health is going to be at the end of it. And I knew I was, I kept trying to bring myself up and it felt like I was being slammed back down. And so it's like that first step of freedom and it's like, oh my goodness, no. And you keep going and you keep going and that's where the juiciness is and they keep going. Yeah. And something I always say about this change and I know you're going to agree is I always say it was the hardest thing I ever did in my life, but it was the best thing I ever did in my life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was that, that I know the, the unknown of like, I mean, for me, it was only, I, I, it was like two or two or three days of, you know, having a couple glasses of wine and taking, taking it all in, you know, what what just happened. But then to have that clarity of, no, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. I know, I know I can bring to the world something no one else can. Yep. You know, having suffered from the hip injury, and this is something I don't talk about a lot, um, that my hip injury took my ability to have children away. Oh, oh, and so that was just, thank you. Um, a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of healing around that. And so for me, I can speak it without having that wavering emotion come through right now. Um, it's definitely something it took a long time to, to heal and nurture that, but the realization of what I can bring and help other women so they don't have to go through that. Yeah. You know? And as, as our, you know, another amazing mentor in our life, Melanie Lair, you know, says, I go first, the universe responds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. hit me so incredibly hard because I was like, no, this is exactly what I'm meant to do. I am meant to go first and the universe is meant to follow. Yeah. And you know what the thing I always say is like the universe is always going to test you to see if what you want is really what you want. And, and that's when those fears start to come in and those, you know, all those all those things start to, um, you know, to come up, like, 
like just little things that kind of give you a little bit of that like oh did I make the right move or this is really scary or should I do this should I put myself out here like this and you get all these things that come up and it's those moments that you push through those times that really take you where you're meant to go Yes, the li- like if you can get through those little inner gremlins. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, the moment I started speaking about this, I didn't have one person say anything like, why would you do that? Everyone like their faces lit up and was like, "Oh my god, yes." Yes, that's amazing. So, you know, like I knew it was onto something when like like the whole world around me was saying, yes, this is exactly what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's, it's interesting because, you know, some people get into whatever it is they want to change from, whether they want to be a coach or they want to open a business or they want to, you know, become a yoga instructor or whatever, whatever it is that they want to do. Like oftentimes, and you're lucky that you didn't have that is oftentimes there's people that will try and be like, Oh, you know, but like, wouldn't, shouldn't you just get a job and shouldn't you do like, shouldn't you do this? And shouldn't you do that? And it's like a lot of people don't follow their goals and their dreams because of people like that, because people are telling them like putting their own fears, projecting their own fears onto them so that they don't do the thing that they want to do. I think it came at the perfect time because last year, you know, 2021, it was so full of transition that I think that's where the more support came through for me. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if this was five years ago, yes, but with what the state of the world right now and you know everyone working from home being in pain being closed in taking on so much and not knowing what to do with it yeah that's why I think that the support has been unwavering for me because they see something they they're like no you you need to do this because we need people like you doing this yeah yeah I love that I love that I know for me when I went to open my brick and mortar business this was almost 10 years ago now I opened my hair salon so many people try to talk me out of it like my husband's family mostly and um and different friends and stuff like that tried to talk me out of it and I'm just like hell you guys are supposed to be supporting me but it's like I look back at that time and nothing would ever stop me because that's just not who I am. But then I look at people who, who aren't like, you know, like me and you, and you were so lucky to have all that support, but a lot of people don't. And it stops them from, from trying to reach their goals and dreams. And that's really sad to see. It is. It's devastating to see. And, you know, we, I see it all around me here in Vancouver. You know, we've got such rate of drug use here and it's just accentuated in the past two years because Mm -hmm. there's so many people in pain yeah and and to and to be blessed to be chosen to lead out of it I think is something super special so I'm so glad we were able to connect today yeah absolutely absolutely. it's so so crazy like I see a lot of it online and I'm sure you're going to run into this more um being online more and and having your business online is is ghost accounts like I see a lot of people that were like whoa 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 like rah 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 uh, at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020 and they're nowhere to be found and and I it just makes me so sad because even some of my personal coaching clients like they're just nowhere to be found because they you know building an online business or any business um is hard (laughs) it's it's really hard and and I think there's a lot of people that you know, they quit before they realize that 
you know, they can truly make something out of their lives and do what they want to do and have the things that they want to have. It's about having that unwavering faith in your ability to succeed. And I think that most people, I mean, the unfortunate truth is most people quit. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it comes with maturity. It comes with a certain time in your life that you are ready for this because (laughs) let's tie in the mindset. No, I couldn't have done this two years ago. Right. (laughs) Because I didn't have it's not that I didn't have the tools actually hairdressing set me up for life. I learned, that's where I learned the emotional intelligence. I, you know, growing up speaking, like I was 19 or 20 when I entered the industry. Yeah. So you grow up, you, you know, you, you have to grow and you have to have thick skin in that industry. Absolutely. Because yes, you say, you know, as we know, clients are fickle, people are fickle, especially when you're working on their hair, it is their crowning glory. And to, yep. you know, when it's not happy, you feel that so deeply. Yep. And so, yes, to be able to take that energy on and to move it, that that's where the, you know, spiritual and emotional intelligence comes from. And that's what happened last year for me. I didn't jump into training into bow spring yoga. I did, but I actually found that doing the mindset work doing the emotional healing. I had a lot of healing from the narcissistic employment situation to heal from. I couldn't, I, there was no way I could just switch gears immediately. I actually spent more time with me concentrating on the emotional side, concentrating on the spiritual side. Then it led me to, I learned more about Bowspring from doing all the other work then coming into it, you know, and doing the poses. And this is, it's, um, it's a very unique yoga, actually. It's so different than what's out there right now. Traditional yoga, I, you know, I'm gonna rock the rock the yoga world here by saying it. It's <laughs> it is done. The patriarch yoga is over. Yoga, what traditional yoga was invented for a man. Yeah. And we are entering a new stage where being open is stronger. You and letting the flow through your body, there's no closing off anything. There's no, you know, closing off your centers. It's actually open and open and flow. And so this is a template that works for absolutely everything in hairdressing from cooking to moving your body. Then, you know, yes, you can take these poses and strengthen yourself and become so fluid and so flexible, yet you're so strong. It's unlike anything that is out there right now. It's only been around for nine years. Oh, wow. So it's like, it's almost like you're getting in like at the perfect time. Absolutely. Like there's only a handful of us around the world that are really, you know, bringing it to the world. And so, you know, I know I've got something lucrative here in Vancouver because there's no one here right now. Actually, my mentor was, she relocated last year. And so it left like a massive void. And I know, you know, once I start doing classes out and about in public, yeah, going to just explode. Oh, that's amazing. And you know what? And I, and I think, and I love that you said that because there is an element of like truly believing in yourself, believing that, you know what I mean? For sure. Like, yes, you want to talk mindset, like the believing, you know, truly trusting in yourself and truly believing that you know that this you have a tangible, it's more than a gift, a tangible energy that you can 
change people like just, just yeah. to see people movement and just to have that flow it's not about pinning the shoulders back anymore it's like you're lifting from your chest you're letting your heart rise yeah I love that I love that so much and 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 it's like I love yoga actually you, I can, you can't go to yoga here right now because you can't get any classes because they you have to schedule to go to them because of COVID my everything's locked down still no we're we're opening back up but it's like it's pretty much like if you didn't have a membership there already you you pretty like you can't get a class because <laughs> they they have like capacity limits and it's ridiculous but I I always love like how I've never done bow spring yoga but I, I love hot yoga um I always love how detoxified I felt after Absolutely. And this, this will do the same. It's actually like your brain gets a little blown because it is, you're not tucking your pelvis. You're actually, you're bringing your hips back. You're letting your ribs float. So your body just floats. And so to capture, like, I, you know, like to capture that energy and that confidence that flows through you, that's, that's what I truly love seeing on people and seeing people, you know, go from, you know, I'll see someone, you know, meet them on the zoom for the first time and see their body. And 45 minutes later, like they're unlocked and moving is incredible. Yeah. I absolutely love that. That's it's what like such a good feeling to see that transformation and knowing that like you're helping them with their pain and helping them become them again. Absolutely. And that's where like, we're we're not the same people we were two three years ago yeah that's true no one is and (laughs) it's that's a whole nother episode that's a whole nother episode (laughs) 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 that is like a conversation we the past couple of um days we've been like yep that's a 24-hour podcast because there's like (laughs) topics that you could just talk about forever and ever and ever (laughs) oh yeah absolutely you know so if you could give the our audience one piece of advice when it comes to doing like a massive change like you did from one career to another what would it be the greater you root the higher you rise (laughs) awesome I absolutely love that and tell everybody where they can find you Ooh, I am Soul Hip Flow. I have um, a Facebook group right now, Soul Hip Flow, and um, Instagram is the same. Gmail, soulhipflow at gmail.com. Awesome. That is so amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. It was such an honor to have you here on Women's Day. My, my own, I only record one a day, so you got the Women's Day one. <laughs> I'm so honored. You, you sent me that message. I was like, oh my God, yes, let's do it. I didn't even know the awesome. date, but yeah, too. it's so special to be doing this today and connecting with women all over. You yes. Know, and I'm sure you're opening their eyes to a whole new kind of yoga. I didn't know about it until you told me that. So I had to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. So, yeah, you guys have questions? yeah. You know who to message. You message Jocelyn. Well, thank you so much for being here. Okay. Thank you so right. much, Cece. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, you everyone. Too.